Hi guys, I'm Liz and I'm the creator of Alive the Podcast, which is a mental health podcast just to say like a celebration that we woke up this morning and to talk about real life issues and people's stories. And I'm here with Ariana. Hey guys! <laughs> and she's going to be helping me out. Um, the first thing we're going to be talking about with the rest of this episode is going to be on insecurities, the toxicity of the media and eating disorders as well and I just wanted to start off I'm gonna say this before every episode but I'm not a professional I'm a junior in high school and it's just to bring attention to things that people go through that they might be feeling alone with so for those of you who know me personally or follow me on Instagram I took to Instagram a couple of days ago to reach out and tell my personal experience with dealing with insecurities or the pressures of society's beauty standard pretty much. And the main reason why I posted it, my one of my close friends is dealing with the same thing I've dealt with in the past. And when I started noticing how deep she was falling into it is when I realized that I had to speak out about it because it's not something you really see on the media of somebody being vulnerable like that in that sense to open up about things they've dealt with in the past, whether it's mental health, whether it's being unable to gain weight, whether it's eating disorders, no matter what it is. So I'm just going to read what I wrote in the post. If you have a moment, please take the time to read this. This past week, I've heard one too many stories of people who chased after a body that wasn't theirs and some who still were. People who I'm close with that would tell me how sick they would feel each day because their insecurities led them to try to change to look a certain way. So they'd work out for multiple hours a day or use food as a reward system. By having the wrong mindset, many of us have tried to look like people whose bodies are made of plastic or ones that aren't healthy nor realistic for us. Growing up, I was unable to gain weight. You could see my whole rib cage, and it looked like there wasn't enough room for it to be held in my body. My hands looked like those of a skeleton and if you tried to place your pinky and thumb around my wrist, it would still be too small. As much as I would eat, it would look like I didn't. I'd wake up almost every morning falling once I got out of bed, almost fainting because I was extremely dehydrated and I wasn't eating enough no matter how much I ate. I couldn't keep up with my body and metabolism. I'd feel nauseous when I'd eat, but nauseous when I didn't. Then as I got older, the doctors told me I had to do something because it was still very, I was still very underweight as a teenager, so I started to lift weights. Luckily, I got to where I was supposed to be and saw results, but as I was gaining weight, even though it was my muscles, I began to become insecure. As a kid, everyone would say I had a nice body because I was skinny, but under what everyone could see, I was struggling to gain weight no matter how much I tried. I had a headache because I didn't drink enough water that day, and it took me a while to be able to stand up that morning. At the time I began working out, mentally I wasn't at my greatest. Even though I was working out to gain weight, it was also to shape the way I looked to fit society's beauty standard or the comments people would make of the ways I didn't fit the image. Three, hour, three hours almost every day I'd be working out, and this went on for a couple months. I began to use, I'm not hungry, I'm just bored, as my excuse to skip a meal or not eat that day. It wasn't until I saw one of my close friends start to go down the same path I did that I realized how horrible we both were treating ourselves. There was nothing wrong with how either of us looked because we both were alive and finally healthy. In today's society, we create an unrealistic beauty standard. Our insecurities lead us to believe that we aren't good enough, that we should change to fit someone else's image or standards. And for a majority of us, we end up hurting ourselves by doing so. So for those of you who are struggling, food isn't and never should be an option. It's something we all need to live. Next, your body has no effect on someone else's life, and unless you are unhealthy, you shouldn't have to change the way you look. Believe me, I still have my insecurities, but it took me 17 years to realize that my mind was making me 
think that I wasn't good enough. Which is true, that it wasn't, not, it, not only was it what other people were saying to me, but in my mind, I kept just looking in the mirror, pointing out things I hated, and just being so hard on myself for no reason, because the person you're with the most is yourself, so nobody understands you or sees the way you see yourself like you do. That makes sense. Ariana's with me and she's gonna help me share one of the stories that somebody texted me. Again, this is all anonymous, so I have no idea who sent this to me. Here you go. You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this person texted, Hi, Major, thank you for, um... Trigger warning, trigger warning. Trigger warning, trigger warning. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not good with text messages. Back in eighth grade, I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety, and I started meds and therapy for it. And I started to see my body as not good enough and compared to the people I saw on social media. I thought my rib cage was too wide and my shoulders were too broad and my waist wasn't the exact shape I saw on models on Instagram and on the covers of magazines. Social media is extremely two-faced and toxic because most of the bodies that get most seen are unrealistic bodies that put on an unrealistic image to, into little kids' heads. I used to sit in front of the mirror pointing out everything that was wrong with me. This was the beginning of my eating disorder. I started to restrict what I ate and I exercised more than I could handle. I weighed myself multiple times every single day and I would use food as a reward for myself if I worked out enough. I, I used to let a number on a glass scale determine if I deserved to eat that day. This was an extremely flawed tactic because it made me quickly have an awful relationship with food. I lost so much weight that my hair started to fall out and my nails became so weak. I was less than 90 pounds as a freshman in high school. I had headaches and was lightheaded all the time, and it was so hard to work out anymore. It was an awful cycle, but I'm now a junior and I've almost fully recovered from this. It was an extremely long and difficult journey, but I did it and I'm lucky to be alive. I have realized that I'm perfect the way I am, you're perfect the way you are. It took me a very long time to get that mentality, and if by me sharing my story helps someone realize this a little faster than I did, then I'm very happy to share this. Thank you for starting this podcast and bringing awareness to this. You're an amazing thing. And I just want to say, whoever wrote this and shared your story with us, I'm so thankful and grateful that you're on your way to recovery, and I really do wish you the best. We're juniors as well, so this definitely hits us a little more mm -hmm. personally. So, And it's nice that to hear somebody's success story because a lot of people that have that wrong mindset are just going deeper into it thinking that this is how they should be and not even realizing fully that there's other people going through the same thing you are like I said before I remember my mom walking in and like I was in the mirror I was like looking in the mirror and I was just pointing out to her like the randomest things like oh this looks weird or oh oh my god look at my skin tone or blah 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 going on and she's like why do you keep pointing out such negative things and looking back it was such an unhealthy mindset and if I continued with the way I was going and how I was treating myself, how my eating habits, my me working out all the time, it would have led me into a really bad space. So I'm very glad that you had a good recovery and that you're continuing to recover from this. That's amazing. What do you wanna go on about? Yeah, yeah. so uh, I know for me, definitely it was, well, when I was younger, I was always that kid that was super, super skinny. Well, I'm a gymnast, personally. I know some of you probably know me. Um, my name's Ariana McCarthy, and I go to school with Elizabeth. So I am a level 10 gymnast, and I work out vigorously for, like, five days a week. And I've been doing this 
for ever since I can remember, especially when I was younger. And I was just a jumping bean. I was all over the place all the time. And I was super, super skinny, especially for my age. And it was about sixth grade, everybody known me for like having the abs and the skinny legs. But as I grew up and I hit like high school, I remember just our bodies start to change. And I remember my coaches saying like, you're not the person you were three years ago. You don't have the strength you had three years ago. And it took me until today, like to realize that you're not supposed to be the same person that you were three years ago. We're all changing. And for me, two years ago, I was just in that state of mind where I was like, I need to work out to maintain my same shape. And so I was like, okay, I need to count and have a vigorous schedule to make sure I work out two times a day. And it became like a very just unhealthy habit for me to try and look the way I did many years ago in the mirror or see that number on the scale and it had to be below like 120 or 130 or whatever I was. So, but now today it's just so important to recognize that we're all changing and I'm not the same person I was many years ago, but I'm a different person and I still can look in the mirror today and be happy with what I see. So my mentality has definitely changed and I encourage everybody's to, I know how hard it is and I can relate to how hard it is, but um, we've all had our own stories and I'm just so happy that Elizabeth made this podcast so that <laughs> other people can share their stories and hopefully we can all encourage each other to have a more healthy mindset. So It was really nice hearing a lot of people's stories. A few people reached out to me, but a lot of it was about different things they just want to talk about or eventually have me make an episode on. But this the story I shared before about whoever that was is just one of the many comments I've gotten, DMs, messages of people sharing their stories. So no matter what you're going through, whether you belittle those feelings or not there's other people going through the same thing you are and it's nice to see like somebody's recovery and success story because mindsets can change and you shouldn't have to compare yourself to people online or people in the media because half the time everybody's going through their own thing the amount of people that reached out to me and I wouldn't have expected them to say the things they did or share the stories that they had I I would have had no clue that they were going through what they were telling me and when you see on the media, people are going through the same thing you are, whether it's told or not, because a lot of people, especially if you're famous or whatever, hide that aspect of their life, which is something in the past couple of months, I'd say maybe the past year, a lot of people on social media, now that we're all going, we're all in the pandemic, everybody's struggling in their own way. So a lot of people opened up about their mental health or their family's mental health, the stuff they were going through. And it's nice to see that vulnerability from people we look up to or people we idolize because that's not something we used to see years ago which led all of us into a very negative direction. Okay, there we go. Okay, so why don't we talk about the media for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And like what we see on the media and how it kind of is detrimental to kids' mental health at times. Mm -hmm. Just the propaganda of what they put out for us. I feel like in the I've only seen it's so sad that I've only seen a change in the past year and now there's people that are struggling with it because for years the people they looked up to and saw on the media or wanted to be like 
were struggling in their own way and they had no clue about it. Now they make movies. There's isn't there to the bone on Netflix? I think so. Yes, I've like watched that movie. I, think. I haven't seen I haven't it yet. About eating disorders. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But that's something that should be no- not. I'm not saying eating disorder should be normalized, but I'm saying the vulnerability that people have been having nowadays, opening up about their mental health is something we should see more. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's just like, I always see advertisements for like 15 minute abs or here, like, follow me if you want to look like this. And I think that just undermines everybody's body shape, which is so completely different. I saw a 10 year old this morning on TikTok. You know those videos (laughs) that'll pop up and they'll show like their LED lights and it's like circling around with like sentimental music. And this 10 year old is like, how to lose weight in a, she's like how to lose 50 pounds in a week and goes on to show these people a full workout or a full workout on how to do all that as a 10 year old like these kids have that mindset too and now there's so many people on tiktok that are sucked in to this toxicity of always looking up like pretty privilege you hear that on tiktok it's like Mm -hmm. whatever first of all the beauty standard does not exist that's not true (laughs) because nobody's chasing after one body or to look like one person But pretty privilege is apparently a thing, and creators have gotten famous, like, for looking the way they do. And all these people have been sucked into, like, wanting to be like them and wanting to look like them, that now my whole For You page is just filled with, like, anywhere from, like, 10-year-olds to my age going through workouts, how to get lower abs, how to look like this or do you want to look like Addison Ray? <laughs> I'm like this is so unhealthy but I was sucked into it at one point myself yes yeah, so one thing I've always struggled with is my torso so I don't have the skinny waist and the big booty like the some people's standards are and so that's what I always wanted to become when I looked in the mirror I was like okay I have a very athletic figure and I look like Spongebob my torso (laughs) is a straight box my butt is completely flat so I was like okay I'll work out enough and maybe I'll be like them but like what I've learned is you're genetically we're all built differently and my body shape is never gonna have same the small skinny waist that society wants us to have or kind of sometimes pushes on us so that was the reason I started working out because all those comments got to me and luckily well I'm not saying like hurting yourself is a good thing but I ended up because I was lifting so much I ended up hurting my back and I had to stop like I didn't really have a choice because I did damage to my back from working out and I take it as a good thing because then I realized like this is so pathetic and why am I changing for other people because my body does not affect your life in any way If I cut my hair, how does that affect your life? I'm sorry if it upsets you, but, like, it's not doing any damage to your life. If I look a certain way, and even in music, too, if you listen to how rap music has changed in the past year, when a guy talks about a woman's body or describes a woman's body, it's like, oh, thick thighs, slim waist, and not all of us have that or can have that because of how how we're genetically built. Yeah. It's getting me so fired up. (laughs) I know, it's just so frustrating for me. And also the the expectations in sports mm-hmm. is also pretty damaging. I know it can apply to several different sports, I'm sure, but gymnastics, we're all with the hair up tight and the skinny leotards. Like, you're supposed to be skinny. And I remember there was this one college gymnast who kind of beat the norm. She had a, a figure that wasn't normal 
in quotations for mm-hmm. gymnasts to have and she was so good at what she did so she broke media sensation and everybody was like yeah go go Kaylin Ohashi you know <laughs> oh I so, remember yes. yeah I used to mm-hmm. watch videos all the time yeah and it's great even to see not only like actors and actresses open up about their struggles with whatever they're going through whether it's to gain weight maintain a weight for whatever reason they'd have to or if they're going through an eating disorder of some sort it's nice to see them open up about that especially in sports because like you said we're told to look a certain way or it's kind of it's not even said it's something that's like subtly pushed on us Mm -hmm. whether you see it in ads for nike or under armor or all all different sportswear if you go into a store for sports how they have their models and that i haven't seen a change except for the past year probably of people normalizing normal bodies Because we all aren't meant to look one way. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just annoying, ridiculous, and especially for years in the past, or Mm -hmm. even over a quarantine, where they were, or what was that girl's name? It was like, oh, Chloe, Chloe Ting? Chloe Ting, and everybody thought she was a robot because of how she was built. (laughs) If you do 21 day with the 10 minute abs each day, and then you go later and not eat healthy, you're not going to get abs. And I think that's, like, something that is just so falsified in the media. Yeah. And I'm not saying working out's a bad thing. Like, if you work out, you should be doing it for yourself and not to fall into the trap of other people's opinions about you. Like, I... It's just, like, in the past couple weeks that I realized I should probably get back into working out because I felt healthier. I was more, like, awake when I do things. I wasn't as sluggish, but... My issue was I didn't want to fall back into the same space of now that I'm seeing, like, I didn't want to see results. I just wanted, like, to feel healthier and more awake because I stopped running because of quarantine and I wasn't going to sports. And now it's like I want to make sure that when I'm doing this, as everybody should, when you're working out or doing a sport, you're doing it for you. And if you are looking a certain way, it's for yourself and not other people. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I used to work out because I felt that I actually had to, like, I was supposed to, and if I didn't, if I lounged on the couch all day, then I would blow up into a tomato, that was what I thought, and then, um, it was, like, recently, you have to work out for yourself, and because you actually enjoy doing it, yeah, there's different types of exercise for everybody, too, like, at the end of quarantine, I went from for walks, like, every single day, because I didn't really have gymnastics or anything, mm-hmm. and in the beginning, like, I would be pressured, be like, oh, yeah, you have to do a gymnastics workout, I'm like, no, I, I don't have to, like, I can just go on a walk, and this is healthy, I'm eating healthy, eating as fuel, instead of being, um, like, in a form of gluttony, where I used to just, like, take everything in, because mm-hmm. I was sad, or, um, so I don't think that's healthy either. But that also has to do with mindset. So if you're in a bad mindset, you're going to abuse other things that aren't going to be good for you in the end. And it's also like the feeling of guilt. So many people reached out to me like, I didn't work out today and I felt so bad about it. Or like it used to be, I think it was like 2 in the morning one time and I, I just finished my homework at like 10. And I was like, oh my god, I haven't done a workout yet. I have to do a workout like to keep my streak going. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it for a week. And there's people, you see people on the internet that promote working out, but they also promote you to still eat and take care of yourself. Like, you need a good balance of both. And for many people, once they start 
seeing the results they wanted or if they have that wrong mindset and they start seeing the results other people wanted for them then it's like they lose that balance and the food aspect of it and then there's the guilt of I don't need this I'm not hungry I'm just bored or I don't need this right now like maybe I wasn't hungry in the first place or especially like if you're like for women if they're on their week they're like oh it's just cramps I'm not actually mm -hmm. hungry when in reality you need to give in to your body's cravings because it's natural like that's what you're supposed to do to take care of yourself mm -hmm. and it was like recently I published my own book but the story of how I published it was there was the huge snowstorm that happened like earlier this month right mm -hmm. and we we had Monday and Tuesday off so I stayed in my house for Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and I didn't go outside. I blamed it on the snow, but then a part of me again was starting to be like, oh, I didn't work out today. Like, gymnastics was canceled. I couldn't go on a run. I was stuck at home. I didn't work out in the basement, and then I was, like, going to myself. I'm like, I'm eating healthy. I'm getting up. I, like, went and downstairs and danced because that's what I enjoy doing, mm -hmm. and I just stood upstairs and was writing, and I didn't feel guilty for doing that, for taking yeah. the break that I needed to, because especially, again, with sports, if you're training so vigorously, like, day in and day out, your body needs a break, and that was another thing that I did struggle with, like, you need a break, and, because I didn't really know what that was growing up, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was like, what do you mean I need to stop? You know, mm. like I don't stop. I don't, I keep going. <laughs> I keep going. going. <laughs> that was. I feel like that was almost everybody's thing with quarantine because we're all used to going out, going here, going to sports, doing this and that. And then it's like the first two weeks of shutdown hit, and we're all just stuck with our thoughts and like trying to get into it. And it's a dangerous thing when you fall out of doing a sport, even if even if it's for a short period of time, because you don't know what to do with yourself. Because now you have all this time that you could have been doing something else, and you're pushing yourself even more, and for some people, that's a really dangerous thing. Yeah, so, like, in quarantine, when I didn't have gymnastics, I was like, what am I going to do for several hours in the day? And a lot of that was just unproductive, like, on TikTok, just scrolling. Same. And then I deleted it, and, uh, like, I just found the world in the way that I see it today, where I went on walks, I, like... I don't know, came up with my own theories about life because I like doing stuff Same like that. that. That has to be another episode. It's another, it's, go, it's another episode. It's going to go on for a while. Yeah. But I saw this girl on TikTok probably two or three months ago. Like, when my mindset balanced out and I, I knew in the back of my head what was healthy for me and what I had to change to stay healthy or, or keep on going how I was, like, becoming healthier than in the beginning of quarantine. I saw this girl who was like, do daily affirmations every morning and you'll start to feel better. And I was like, oh my God, this is stupid. And she's like, look in the mirror and be like, you're beautiful, you're healthy, you're worth it. And like, I started to say it to myself as a joke. <laughs> like I'd wake up every morning in the mirror, just be like, oh, you look good today. And then just like give myself a wink and walk out of the door, <laughs> messing around. And eventually... As you keep doing that, it might sound really stupid in the beginning. Like, believe me, if you're agreeing with me, I'm telling you in the end it helps. Eventually, you start to realize that how you saw yourself isn't how other people see you. And we see ourselves... One of my friends was telling me that we see ourselves, like, quote-unquote, uglier than other people do. Because we are the ones who we spend the most time with. Ourselves. So, I could... I could look in the mirror right now and pick out 30 things I don't like about myself that the person next to me probably wouldn't have even noticed or cared to point out. So when you start doing that and realizing that you're the only one who really cares that much about how you look, 
then you start to feel better because you are worth it and you are beautiful in your own way and you don't have to fit somebody else's opinions of you because they probably said a comment and not even remembered they said it five minutes later. Yeah, definitely. That's where the phrase, like, beauty comes from within really mm -hmm. does play a part because, or, like, confidence is key, so. If this was me a year ago, I would have been, like, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, definitely. I'm one of those more, I'm definitely more cynical, one of those cynical people where I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, you look like garbage today, or today's not a good day, so definitely, like, looking in the mirror. Playing the right song also helps, finding the right song. I recommend ten minute dance party every, every night. day. It sounds every so day. stupid, and I nope. know you. I know that people are probably listening. Like, why did I tune in to hear this? No, if you put on your favorite songs for like ten minutes and just dance in the mirror, or just it's a way to feel good about yourself. Maybe that's not what you want to do. If you don't want to be listening to Taylor Swift at ten thirty p.m., don't do it. But find something that makes you feel good about yourself, and that also makes you feel alive. Because a lot of us are struggling with the fact that it's hard to wake up in the morning. So if you do something like, it, there's so many different mindsets you could have at once that are unhealthy. So taking the time to celebrate the fact that you're alive, you're living, you're breathing, and also to realize that you are worth it and you don't have to fit somebody else's image of you, you start to feel so much better about yourself. Yeah, so like one thing I started doing is, or one thing that's important is to not listen to what anybody else thinks of you it's to listen about what you're feeling how you, it's just you and the world at sometimes that's why I go on walks but another thing I started doing is I drive to school every morning and I'm usually the first the only red car in the parking lot <laughs> on B days so that's my car but um what I do every morning I know some of you have seen me is I blast the music in my <laughs> tiny red Corolla I wish we were on the same day I'd love to see this yes I, I Slot number 148. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> People are going to be stalking you now. Yeah, so I blast the music, um, and then I just have a dance party. Like, I'll, I'll shake my head back and forth. I don't care. Next about... kid's, like, falling asleep at their Starbucks, <laughs> and you're just... Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even drink coffee. I just say I have natural energy. But imagine, imagine us on coffee? Imagine us on coffee. <laughs> yep. It's Sagittarius thing, for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> But I think that's something that everybody... Sh I could list ten reasons about why everybody should dance in the morning. It definitely, like, makes everybody... It's scientific, too. So, like, I'm yeah, not just coming up with it. It's a fact. fact. We, we um, might sound stupid, but we're not. Yeah. Not so in this way. It sparks endorphins. It makes you happy. So just dance in the morning. Get your body moving. Um, there's a workout for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And take care of yourself. And if you're... When you're taking care of yourself, it's literally in the title. You're taking care of yourself. Not other people's opinions. Not... The, what the media pushes out, not what society pushes out. You're doing it for you. So take care of yourself, drink your water, get some rest if you haven't already, because I know a lot of us are running on two hours of sleep, maybe four if we're lucky. So um, eat a full meal if you can. This was a live the podcast. Thank you for listening. This is me and Ariana. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening.